What's going on, guys? Marcus here with the Hit Metal Over Six Pack Podcast. Before we actually start today's episode, I actually wanted to uh, share some music with you. Uh, today's episode is going to be featuring the boys over at Nine Stitch Method for a uh, for a phone-in interview over from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Awesome dudes. We had an awesome time recording this interview. Uh, there was a couple of tracks that I actually wanted to share with you guys today because um, they actually shared them with us and like um, all of our YouTube channel. Like we actually did a uh, a live reaction review like on these uh, on these tracks. But just to give you guys a, like a taste of like what you're in for, like this is uh, this is gonna be nine stitch method. The uh, the first track that I'm actually gonna share with you guys is going to be op- Obsolence. So enjoy. We'll play another track at the end. So after the interview, like make sure that you stick around and definitely check out this band and uh, like, share, listen, repeat, as we like to say. Uh, this is Obsolence. Enjoy.
This is the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Live Studio Line. What's up, Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast listeners? Uh, today we actually have like a really cool day. Um, there's this dude that I've been um, chatting with like on on and off on the um, on the uh, the Facebooks and the uh, social medias. Um, this dude, uh, Patrick, uh, I'm gonna say his last name wrong, McAlvoy. McElravy. McElravy, thank you. And you're not alone, friend. Everybody fucks it up. Everybody fucks it up. You're okay. You're okay. Well, now that you've said it, it's like Mackle Gravy. I can, I can, Mac- I can Mac- get, Gravy. I can, ah, Mac- it's Mac- like high school all over again. Can, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to bring up anything. Uh, so, but um, so the cool thing and um is uh his buddy uh the Yeti. I was told to uh refer to him as like apparently uh all y'all in uh, Pennsylvania know mm-hmm. know that term. Um, Josh. Yep. His name is Josh. Um. <laughs> so we um <laughs> we got we got a couple of cool guests and the reason why that we brought them on is because you know what they got a lot of cool shit going on right now um between a couple of different projects and a few other things and hopefully over the next uh you know 60 to 90 minutes we're uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna dive into those but most importantly one gentleman thank you for uh hanging with us live and calling in and chatting with us oh dude it's our pleasure man we've been, we've been looking forward to it man yeah. we really have been I actually forget what um what episode it was. I believe um so the the first project that I I want to talk about I believe is um uh, it's I don't believe the first project that I want to <laughs> talk about is Nine Stitch Method, and I'm pretty yes, sure that we did a um a, a we did a review on a podcast episode like you guys were on our uh, maybe our undergrads. Yeah, I think you so. got you guys did it. You guys did a. You um, it was a review. I think it was like episode thirty-two or something like that. Oh my god, it could uh, be that yeah. long. <sighs> it's it's uh, it was it would have been last it would have been last September, September okay. two thousand eighteen. Uh, yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys did. Uh, so jaywalking some of the bullest is what we uh yeah. we, we featured on the show before, and since then, like they've, so uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not it's not me that's supposed to be doing all the talking right now. <laughs> Dave's not here yet. It's okay. It's good. Right. It's good. Yeah, Dave's not here yet. I'm trying to fill in. Um, nine stitch method, guys. T- let's let's talk about nine stitch method. Nine stitch method is a two piece band. Yes, sir. So yes, how sir. Um, I'll say oh, if, ahead, we, if we could start if we could talk about like the origin of nine stitch method because. So, do you want to kick it off, or you want me to? All right. Well, so how nine stitch method kind of started all was is uh. I was in a band called 5 a.m. at the funeral home, and Rooster over here was in a band called, uh, what was it called? Chron- Somber Chronicles. Somber, yeah, Somber Chronicles. I keep forgetting what that name is. Rooster um, is Patrick, by the way. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, we, uh, we had thrown a show off, and we invited them to come on, and me and Pat started talking, and we started saying, hey, you know, you, you see all me and saying, well, you're a pretty good guitarist, and I, I'm decent at singing. Let's try to get something together, maybe throw a few songs out there or what so we got together through about what six about six songs yeah we we just talked we just tossed emails back because we live like an hour apart from one another yeah we were we both of our bands were still going at the time we were just doing this on the side merely just passing emails back and forth we did it for months uh we recorded like six songs we were super proud of it and uh both of our bands had dissolved and the one day Josh was like, so um, how do you feel about playing a show? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I got our first show booked. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of sprung it on him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we got to – I booked us a show, by the way. Get get, get your chops up. And, like, I – you know, like, I, I at this point, I had never been a front man 
in a band before. And like, I went back and listened to our demos and I was just like, Oh my God, dude, this is dog shit. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go back through. We gotta, we gotta change everything, everything. So like I took time, I started because I mean, I, I still consider myself green, but like I went back and like, I was watching tutorials and stuff on like singing and screaming and stuff. And it, it, it was rough, but like we started playing like coffee shops and stuff like that as this two piece thing. And it was one of them things like people were kind of like, okay, this is kind of weird, <laughs> but whatever. And it, it just kind of kept hanging around. And then people started getting really jacked. And they're like, you're a two piece band. You don't even have a drummer and a bassist. You can't even do like, you can't do that. Oh, <laughs> that, that was, we were like okay challenge accepted well it, it, it was just it was weird because like we were just on this level like we were really green really new but we just you know kinda we just like kind of kept ticking along keep kept going kept improving along the way and then you know it feels like it feels like it was just yesterday but like now we're you know fortunate enough and lucky enough we're opening up for national acts and stuff we went we played we went down to nashville tennessee last year and play that was like a bucket list thing mm. done a lot of really cool shit for just so the um, the, li- <laughs> the live elements like is that all backtrack then like the the drum and the bass like the, the, uh, the- so um drums drums are backtrack lead guitars are backtrack getting plays rhythm guitar and he does backup occasionally here and there i have like if i have like vocal harmonies and stuff like i'll i'll keep them in the mix and then i you know sing lead yeah, we have it all mixed and condensed down. And, like, for the longest time, we didn't have bass on any of our shit. Not at all. Yeah, it was yeah it's like, I mean, it, it, it sounded okay, but, like, it was just, it was kind of thin, you know? It's and like then Metallica. we hooked up with... What was that? So it's like Metallica. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, there you go. Yeah, and then, uh, well, once we linked up with our producer, uh, you know, he started playing bass and recording and mixing and master our stuff for us and, like... And he, we can go into another story about that because that's even crazier in itself. Yeah, because we would give him the, because we would give him the drum tracks that we like the bass drum tracks that we found and cut up and stuff, and then he would take them and be like, "All right, I can make you guys better drums too." So like he like did his own. Well, thing let's not the forget the too. fact that homie's in a completely other country. He's in another oh, country. Yeah, yeah, he's in a country. He's from yeah, Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Our bassist and producers in Brazil. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, man, it's just been kind of a weird. Ride, <laughs> it, it just keeps kind of getting bigger and bigger, and we're just like, okay, we're just gonna ride the wave. Fuck it. One caveat too about all this was this was something I had already done previously. Like the band I was in before all this, I was doing this type of format: two people, a guitar, a singer, and stuff like that. Where I was actually doing most of the singing and, and whatnot, but he wasn't, and he wasn't used to that. That was the one thing he had to get over, not get over, but get used to, was the fact that it was two people he was just like i've always been in band i've always been in five piece bands yeah yeah it was definitely uh there was definitely a lot of growing pains at first if you'd have told me five years ago my my biggest musical act in my career thus far was a two-piece band i'd have laughed <laughs> <laughs> like how, not even kidding how's the reception like when you show when you show up at, at it like a like a live show like so well here, here's the scoop so like our live show we are our our show is at the mercy of the sound man. We've had shows that are absolutely fantastic. We've had other shows where the sound guy just bent us over and fucked us dry. 
I'm not even kidding. Uh, yeah, they're good at that. It, when, we, when we have a good show, people like when we when we're, we set up and stuff, they're kind of like, oh, okay, this is this is gonna suck. Yeah, but like by the time we're done with our set, they're just like, holy crap, dude! Like that was was not expecting that. That was fan fucking tastic. So, and then there's like you know, there's people that are just. A, a lot elitists. of elitists, not even elitists, <laughs> just people in the you know musician scene that they're just like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. They can't do this, and it's just like, well, dude, we're doing it anyway. Fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. Well, it Hold was my beer. Watch it, it was something that like a lot of people used to say to me, and it was mm-hmm. just like it actually it got under my skin, and I just had to like I got to the point where I was just like, you know what, we're just gonna do it, and not care what anybody thinks. But typically, overall, like the reception we get's actually pretty good. We always get the one question, though. When are you guys getting a drummer? When are you guys getting oh. a drummer? When, when, when's the drummer coming in? Where's the drummer at? Are you guys going to get a drummer? And it's just like, if, if it, it happens, if it, it happens. If it, if it doesn't, it we're does. still rolling the way we do. Nah, drummers are too much work. Too much equipment. They talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gotta, he, I mean he, complain, he complains about carrying my amp in. <laughs> well, um, dude, it, it's singer protocol. I am not supposed to carry your shit. <laughs> no, me. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's you don't a, wear the crown. The re, you know the reason why the reason why I asked and the reason why I open up mm-hmm. like with like like kind of like what's the reception like with like the live show is like it almost seems like this is like I, I'm I'm going to use this word very loosely, but like it's starting to trend this way. Like uh, like there's so much technology available for like for guys to be able to lay everything down like everything that they want like they don't have to collab with anybody right. else except themselves and the producer maybe like in if they're fortunate enough so well yeah that's that okay, okay, keep going, keep going. well i was just gonna say it's like obviously like you know you have the people you have the purists where it's like well you know you're not playing drums and bass live so obviously you're not a talented yes, yes, music, yes. and and it's like dude seriously in some cases, well, yeah, in some cases, I'd be like, okay, that guy's a dick. Like, he can't find a band that would actually work with him. That's why he's doing all of it. But in like other cases, it's like, okay, maybe they're just creative as fuck. Like, yeah. well, that that was kind of the weird thing in the beginning because, like Josh said, like I had a really like I didn't like I liked it, but like I didn't like it at the beginning. I and it was it took me a while to rap because I I, I guess you could say because I was a peer because I'd always played in full bands. I'd never done anything like this. And, you know, it, it was one of them things like, dude, it's, it's 2016, 2017, like technology, like we have all this technology in our hands. Like, why not? Like, and the, you were talking about reception, like a lot of like indie people, you know, like they like, you know, a lot of like really like garage band, you know, just DIY people like they fucking love what we do because mm-hmm. of that. Cause it's just, just doing it. But then there's, you know, then there's flack from the purists, which that's, you know, like yeah, I, I get it. I get it because I was on that. It's, it was expected, but I, I was on that side of the fence. Yeah. I was on that side of the fence, but I brought you over to, I brought you over to the, the free thinking people. Well, the, the thing is too, like, as it's, as it's going on, like people message me all the time and they're like, like, dude, like, how do you, how do you guys actually set up like live for shows? Like I'm seriously, like, people are like talking about like wanting to do this. And they're like, like, do you think like, it's good for me to try that. And I, honestly, like, it's cool. Like, I'm glad that like we're growing and with the format that we have, but like my advice is just try and find a whole fucking band. <laughs> Cause it's, it's hard, dude. Like for live shows, it, it, it is, it is. And I mean, like on, when you look at the songwriting and recording, it's nice because there's only two heads, three, if you include our producer, because he helps us out with a lot of shit. 
But like when it comes to the live show, like we have to make people forget that there's only two of us up there. We, we have to we be, have we have to put out like every band every band out there. I know five piece, six piece, whatever type. How many band members you got? You put out you put out energy in that during the show. We have to pretty much do almost double the work, double the showmanship to make you forget that there's only two of us up there. Oh, I can definitely, I can definitely understand yeah. that. Like, absolutely. Like, you, it's like, yeah, like there's there's two of us up here, but like we're gonna f and bring it, mm-hmm. and like uh, you have yeah. to like one grasp it, two accept it, three enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the mm-hmm. fi- it's like the five stages of grief when you make yes, yes. Yeah, but it, it's been it's been a trip, man. Like I said, like I so like I, I oh, j- go ahead, go ahead. J- I'm I'm so sorry, I, I I'm cutting you off because oh, like I, I ramble. It's okay, you're good. You're good. So Josh set oh, up the first show. Did you actually think like going into this that you would be a live act? No. no, it was never. It was never was, intended. This was never supposed to be. This was never in the plans. We we're. It was mainly supposed to be just some. Like at the time when we were both in, literally just supposed to be some sort of side project that was fun that we could do every once in a while while working our own bands and like throw it out on the internet and just see if people liked it. Yeah, whatever. I booked that first show. People actually like our first show. We it was it was. It was right. I still have video. I have a, I have a full video of our first show that I look back on, and I compare it to what we do now. And it was it was rough back then for for us showing. <laughs> Pat here, I, I walked, he, does, I walked, he walked in a circle. circle. He walked in. He he worked walked in counterclockwise circles the whole time during that first show. And one of his buddies was just like, "Dude, you got to go counterclockwise. You got to go <laughs> clockwise sometime. You got to you got to move different direction, bro." <laughs> And I and I wasn't moving as much either because I was trying to concentrate on all the new material at that time too. So I wasn't moving much either. But now, I, I, I mean, we both we both fucking run up and down the stage. Well, it, it was weird singing not having a guitar in my hand. That was the thing yeah. that fucked <laughs> me up for the longest because like I've been a guitar player for years, and that's that's just what I did. And then just solely singing, I was like, okay, well, this is different. Mm. <laughs> what do I do with my and hands? It was, and it was honestly different for me too because like I like in my last band, I was playing my guitar and doing the singing while my while my buddy at the time was doing the uh, the screen the backup like the screen vocals and that because i couldn't do those and uh, and it was weird for me just to be able to just pay attention to my playing instead of just having to pay attention to playing and singing and like remember lyrics and do this and this was like it was for me it was a breath of fresh air i was like thank god the um so I know you guys came from like a couple of bands. Like, can we can we just elaborate like a little bit on the, um, each of your uh, backgrounds? Like, how, how you started in music? Like, hey, you want you want to start off? You want me to? Um, you go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see. I, I've been playing guitar since I was since I was twelve, and then I, I'd always like wanted to sing, but like I never really I didn't have the confidence to do it. But like, you know, uh, I took less you know i had guitar lessons i took jazz for a little while got some piano under my belt uh my first wait wait i'm sorry you took jazz guitar lessons yeah 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 i had like yeah like yeah jazz and stuff in school yeah like i did that (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i did that for a little bit then um my first like band we were kind of like a country rock band i actually played bass in we were called uh 
oh, what was it called? Jack's Brother Jim. That's what it was called. Yeah, it was just a bunch. I was working at a construction company at the time, and like just a bunch of us got together and we had this little cover band thing going. And then that kind of crashed and burned. And then uh, I was in a band called, started out as like an acoustic duo, kind of like Days of the New, Nirvana type stuff. Like that's what we did. And then that turned into like a full, full on band where I was playing guitar and stuff. That was called Insides Out. <clears throat> that was like Seether, Three Days Grace, Gone Smack type shit. And then, uh, the next band after that, I formed with my brother. Yeah, that was Somber Chronicles. Yeah, that went on for like three or four years, and then Nine Stitch. Now, awesome. Now me, now, me, on the other hand, I started. I didn't start playing guitar until I was eighteen. Um, I can. I was. I'm completely self-taught. I never took a lesson, nothing like that. The only way, the only thing musically I'd been involved in up until that time was band, and I played trumpet. <laughs> kind of the same. Yeah. Our, our guitarists played trumpet. Dan, Dan played trumpet for a while. So, see. Yeah. That one time at banking. Yeah, that one time at banking. No, notes, yeah, and chords, no, right? and, uh, yeah, notes and chords. Notes and chords. Talk about that uh, that finger movement. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all about the flow, baby. Boys, if you hear a third voice, our uh, our third host, Dave, showed up. Finally. Hi, Dave. Hi, Sorry, Dave. kids. <laughs> yeah, we, you're good. We have uh, Rooster and Yeti. Please don't fire me, Rooster and Yeti. <laughs> you get one. You get one. <laughs> this is like three. Oh. <laughs> Stupid working spouses and family life. Dude, I know all about it. The struggle is real. <laughs> Goddam- <laughs> Goddamn real life. Adulting. <laughs> Fucking adulting. Shit, guys. Yeah, the, se- the second question I would a- I would always segue into this is like, what what would you say your uh, your musical influences are? My, I'd say my mine's mostly uh, trying to think here. I listened to a lot of alternative rock when I was younger, and then that kind of slowly evolved into listening to like metalcore stuff, like Parkway Drive, Kill Switch Engage, stuff like that. Nice and. Like now, and now it's more or less like uh, what, do you, what, what kind of stuff you call like periphery stuff like that. That's like it's kind of like tech metal, like the gen stuff, stuff like, like that. But like guitarist, if I had to pinpoint a guitarist that I like, take a real influence from, it's uh, a guitarist from Disturbed. Disturbed. Uh, Disturbed. Disturbed. Yeah, I. Yeah, Dan, Dan Donegan for me is just—he's a phenomenal guitarist, and I've always I, and I've always liked that band just in general. It's just like I don't know something about his guitar for me. Just I don't know, it kind of inspired me to start playing a little bit. Hmm. That's how I—I I mean, that's how I started playing. That's actually how I started playing, getting into guitar. My uh, uh, my CD collection goes anywhere from John Mayer and Colby Calais to. <laughs> Pink, sync. <laughs> I, I know he's got some Pink's, NSYNC somewhere. Dude, Pink's right? badass. I don't care. Yeah, I like that chick can fucking hella sing, dude. Uh, like, I, yeah, like, I listen to anything from, like, that to Dell to, uh, you got, like, Three Days Grace, either Alice in Chains. All the way to the fucking chariot. Then you, yeah, then you <laughs> go to, like, Norma Jean, Cattle Decapitation, The Dillinger Escape Plan. I pretty much listen to it all. It just, I, I, I just... Oh, dude, I just love all kinds of music. Like, especially like acoustic, like acoustic uh, singer songwriter shit. Like, I love that, especially when they're like real intricate stuff. Like, uh, 
don't know. John Mayer's pretty bad. What, 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 guitar. what was it said about you? If you would if you would take the distortion off the guitar you play, it sounds like John Mayer playing. Yeah, every it? every guitar solo on the clean channel or on acoustic sounds like John Mayer. If you turn the distortion, <laughs> it sounds like Godsmack. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just I've just I've I've always listened to all different kinds of music. It's not a bad I thing. Love them. So I I, lo- I love that answer because now I can actually ask like a follow up question to it. I can say, why'd you land on metal? I just metal was always kind of the home for me. It was kind of weird because I grew up in the church. Like for my teenage years, like when I, when I was younger, like I grew up listening to the oldies and you know the eighties, then like you know nineties alternative parents, radio, like, like parents, yeah, the stuff my parents listened to, Can't and then. Like, <laughs> seventh, seventh grade on like i was in the church and like then it was like you weren't like metal and rock was like the devil's music if you listen to that you were going to hell. like i was like right. legit like a couple years i was just like oh my god you know and then i kind of started i moved from one christian school to the another the next and the next was like it wasn't as t- hell bet on that stuff so like i started listening to christian rock and then started getting into christian metal and then like you know i got into you know Nothing against Christian bands or anything, but like I got into like real metal music and stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, like Slipknot was kind of like my, you know, gateway drug into like the world of metal, and then it just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I know, Kill, I know, Kill Switch Engage was my gateway into metal. That was the yeah. first time I ever heard screaming vocals, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is so heavy. Yeah, ATR and Kill Switch was the the primary ones for me. Well, I was, I, okay, going back to the Christian thing, like, I'll never forget, like, I heard the, it was My Plague by Slipknot. It was the edited version where it's, like, all singing vocals and stuff. Uh, yep. I heard that for the first time, and I was just like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. So, like, I kept it on the DL because, you know, I didn't want to go to hell. So, like, I went out and I bought <laughs> Iowa from Kmart, and, like, I opened up the CD booklet and stuff, and, you know, there was, like, all the dark imagery and the blood and the masks and stuff and like i was reading the lyrics like it fucked me like i was like i listened to it a little bit and i was just like nah dude i can't do this <gasps> like like straight up like guilty conscience like oh my god i'm going to hell and like I, I took like i threw it away and then like three years later i was just like fuck this i went back and pretty much bought every cd that i was buying underneath the table you know that i got rid of because i was damned to hell huh. that's funny but yeah it, it was weird dude yeah it was a, it was a very weird time of uh life well <laughs> we're uh we're pretty glad to have you with us down here up here we're north up here we're north of them no we're all in hell oh yeah i see what you did there. i'm sorry i'm sorry when when uh hosts aren't paying attention um <coughs> excuse me at least you weren't late though right all right guys that's a cool segue because like well, what wh- that was a dig (laughs) (laughs) at myself because i'm always late (laughs) that's um that's actually like a cool segue because i i would like to talk about your your uh, initial release here from uh 2019 jaywalking some the bullest um you want to you want to actually tell them how to say it, or you just want to keep them let them go? Yeah, I think "somnibolus" is actually how you pronounce. "Somnibolus" is actually how you pronounce it? it. I was pronouncing it wrong all along. Was it? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Somnibolus I got it right, and you didn't. Pat? You lied to me. I thought I didn't know. <laughs> well, "somnibolus" okay, so "somnibolus" means sleepwalker. Yeah. Well, that's like the uh, that's like Brazilian, like 
Yeah. That's like Brazilian. Well, Gus was the one who set me straight on that. Oh, I always okay. used to say it's somnambulous, and he's like, no, nah, that's not how you say that. Wait, yeah. all right, so like I literally I I literally got your album name right and you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's not you sleep over it at this point. There's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I'm going from tonight. Alright, so let's talk about that album. <laughs> that album that was released in like twenty nine. <laughs> um what I'd like to actually like go over like the writing process, is there uh is there is there a message behind it? Is there like what what was I don't know. Let's, um, let's that, talk about the album. That album, um that album was different for a lot of things. Up to that point, me and Josh had done everything like ourselves. I guess you could call it mixing and mastering if that's what you want to call it. We recorded everything completely ourselves. We pretty much like went on YouTube and like we found these drum beats and we spliced them to get, you know, the drum patterns and stuff we wanted. We did all the recording you know, at home and stuff by ourselves. And I mixed and mastered it to the best we could. And when we were kind of like starting to pick up steam off of our first album, Life After You, and that was the one we did completely by ourselves. Like all these online radio stations and stuff were like playing our shit. And it was kind of good. Uh, it was just like, we, we, we wanted to take it to the next level recording wise. And I met our producer, Gus Wallner through a community page on Facebook and he does like he he's a producer, you know. He does all these cool like new metal and metal instrumentals and stuff. And I was like, hey man, like I sing for this band, like you got some cool shit. Like, do you mind if I sing over a track or two? And he was like, yeah, well, let me hear some of your stuff. So I sent him over a couple nine SM demos, and he's like, fuck it, hey buddy, let's do it. So him and I got real close that way. <clears throat> so I was singing some of his stuff, and then we got around to starting to work on Jaywalking's "Some the Bull List." And I told Yeti, I'm like, what if we ask Gus to, like, mix and master this and do bass? I was all bored at that point. Yeah, so, like, we reached out. We didn't know, like, you know, how he would feel about it or whatever. And he, the dude just took it and ran with it. Like, he's he, he jumped on that. Like, he was, like, actually, he was he seemed, like, really happy and thrilled to be working. Yeah, he was, Gus was literally <laughs> as happy as us to be working on these tracks. He, like, he messaged us and he'd be like, yo, like, when's the, like, when are you guys handing me more material? Like, he's, he's kind of like the, the third he, he's the third he, he's a third member. Yeah, he he is. He pretty he much is. is. If, he, if that man, if that man was in the states, we'd already been having him playing bass for us live. So like we did, we were so like we kind of we both share guitar duties. You know, like we both, uh, you know, like I'll write a song and then like I'll show it to Yeti and I'll be like, yo, like what do you think of this? You think you know? And he would kind of like you know give his suggestions and vice versa. And then there were some songs like we would work on completely together from the ground up. Well, I mean, you can say that about every song, though. Like, I mean, even though if you wrote the song, even though you went through and wrote the song, and I mean, like, we both worked on each, like, even though they were, like, individually, like, done. Yeah, but we became, still came together yeah, and we, still worked on every yeah. song together. Yeah, and, um, but, like, yeah, we pretty much did the same thing. We just found drum beats and shit kind of spliced together to the structure we wanted. We wrote the guitars. We recorded the guitars. I went through and wrote my lyrics, recorded recorded my vocals and then we would ship it down to Gus. And like I said, we're up in all the way up in Pennsylvania. He lives all the way down to Brazil. So we would just ship stuff down to him <clears throat> via email and we give him the BPMs for the drums and we'd show him how to play our songs. And he would just write all these crazy fucking bass riffs and shit, you know, and he'd mix and master everything. And and the dude's 
the dude. Oh my god, man. The guy's turnaround time is fucking insane, man. Huh. Our songs aren't the hardest to play, but like we have some technical shit in there. But like he would just like we, we sent we, him a song with we a give, week, he'd have like a first pass on what was what we what he thought what he had done. Yeah, like yeah, like all brand new drums and stuff, like bass completely, you know, written and recorded front to back, like a good it was just like holy crap, dude. Like this is actually shaping up to sound pretty <laughs> pretty good, actually. Hey, and that's just kind of how it happened. Uh we had the album like pretty much almost all done and my computer crashed and we had all but three songs. Um, Safe Haven, which didn't end up making it on the album yeah. scorn and black sheep are like the only three we saved. And we had to start from scratch. We mixed a couple songs and then wrote a couple better songs. Sleep was actually the last one on the album. Yeah. And then we, it, it was a blessing in disguise really. Cause like we went back on some of the songs that we like, there was some, I had some little files still from when I was recording some of the stuff and we looked back on it a little bit. Cause I still had them on my phone. I was listening to them and it was just like, you know what? I'm kind of glad the computer crashed. We came out with a better product than what we were probably. Well, even then, like I went back in and I spruced up my vocals and stuff in a bunch of places and whatnot. It was yeah. Cause at that point, cause at that point you learned, learned a little bit better, uh, singing techniques and, and singing like, and stuff and a little bit better how to record your voice and stuff too. Yeah. Growing pains. Ow. Uh, final one, final two, final yeah. three. <laughs> 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 had 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 a few of those. Um, I didn't realize you guys had an album before this. I yeah, feel- we don't we don't we, we don't, don't we don't it. we don't talk about it. We really don't play it out or we don't play it out or anything anymore. anymore. Yeah, it, <laughs> pretty much once jaywalking some. Well, too like okay, like well, we played the songs off the old album. Like we didn't have any bass. The live track sounded decent, but like they were really raw. But like Gus made it so like when we're on stage, like we sound like a full fucking band. Like it's just one of the things. Like you can't go back to the old stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's a there's a few songs I still kind of pester him about. Like, hey buddy, let's uh, let's try to make these uh, songs a little bit like up to the standards of uh, jaywalking, so we can play some of them because some of the because honestly, some of the some of the songs on the on the older album. I personally like love to play. I love playing. They're still dope, but like when we have this kind of material, it's out of. But then too, like we're working on new material and going back and trying to rehash old stuff. That's just time that we don't really have. True. That that's that's kind of my thing about it. Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll make you do it again. Soon. I'm sure you will. <laughs> so our um sure. the, the listening audience is gonna uh, is gonna get to hear a, a couple of the new tracks like off of of your upcoming EP. But before we talk about that. If you had to actually say what kind of style of metal you play, like what would you call yourselves? Oh, man, I know people. Hate, people hate this question. They hate this question. Yeah, I'd, I'd, say like, hate I'd say like alternative metal, and, because like we have some, we have like some. I don't know. We got progressive elements in there to a point. We got death. We got kind of like not death. We got like metalcore. Metalcore metal and new metal are like the main, main two things. Two in there. Thing, yeah, metalcore. Yeah, metalcore, new metal, a little bit of progressive stuff here and there. Yeah, it, it, it's a mixed bag, really. Aren't we? It's all... just fucking metal, bro. Yeah, it's just metal, just metal. You guys have had the opportunity to actually uh, uh, tour quite a uh, tour quite a bit, and um, you, like as you mentioned, like prior to, like you've 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 hit some of the national acts. What are some of the coolest bands you've had the opportunity to play with? 
We've only only opened up for a handful. Um, We opened up for Basilisk. They're like a metalcore band. I can't remember where they're out of. Those guys were dope. Basilisk was awesome. They're 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 kind of like like they're not national level, but like if those guys keep that, it will definitely be there. Uh, We opened up for we've opened up for Soil twice. That was pretty cool. Uh, We've opened up for Trapped. Pre him going right. crazy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be you? cool. Is that true? What was that? that? Does he sing better than you? Because I'm sure he'll. Uh, you know, Trap. I, I almost felt. <laughs> 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 I felt bad because like every like they were a pretty good live band, but it was just one of them things. Like I'm sure he's gonna get on Twitter for ever hears this. Like they just kind of went up. <laughs> like they just went up there and ran through the motions. There wasn't anything. Like really super, exciting. Like comedy. it wasn't. It wasn't bad. Like it, it was a yeah. solid performance. But like it was just kind of like okay. But like literally everybody that night was like, I can't wait to hear Headstrong. Like dude, if I was a <laughs> band, like that would be like, uh uh you know what I mean? But like literally, and, and and of course they played Headstrong last, so everybody would stay there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm totally hashtagging trapped and like anything that we. Should. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say I, I would lo- do, uh, I would love for him to uh, I would love to get into a, a battle on Twitter. Hashtag trap. Hashtag this is Twitter. how this is how we're getting famous. He's gonna like we're gonna be on the internet. Mm-hmm. Trap singer blasted by trap. Trap Perfect. singer blast. No name band from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Two piece <milk. laughs> from No Name podcast. This yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Like we can like <laughs> yeah, dude, we could feed off of this uh, man. Like this yeah, is gonna be what I'm this saying. is gonna this be gonna epic. Be yeah. All you gotta we, do is uh, add him once. That's I got the it. I got the Twitter guy to my yeah, yeah, right that's, that's over it. here. Like, he'll he'll. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> I'll make Honestly, sure he sees like, it too. <laughs> here we go. This is our <laughs> level up, baby. Level up. <laughs> Honestly, the uh, the craziest. I think the cra- the biggest the biggest show we played and the best reception we got was Hinder. Hinder. Oddly enough, it was Hinder. Wow. Yeah, but like it was weird that we got put on the bill. To begin with, because like I say, you guys are so much heavier than like Hinder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, were heavy. <laughs> we were like, there was one other band before us that was like, it was Shattered. Around, yeah. It was Shattered. Oh yeah, it was Shattered, which is which is on the same level as like, which was on the same level of like heaviness as uh, Hinder was, kind of to a point. Yeah, they're kind of like five finger death, death punch, god smack exact, type stuff. stuff, which isn't too bad for most people. But then you get us on there, you just. You have him fucking screaming his head off, rolling on the ground. You got me freaking head banging and running across the stage. And then like, you got yeah, the was... lips of an angel. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think we're going to at Hinder, too, and see what they say. Let's see how much beef around? we can start with one episode. Those guys, like, honestly, like, I, I only ever, like, the, the, just, like, them songs that they play on the like, those were the ones I only fuck with. But, like, those guys are actually hella tight and entertaining live. And, like, oh, yeah. I was kind of oh, angry on seeing them because, like, Austin, Austin, the original singer isn't in the band anymore. It's a new guy. Oh, really? But, like, dude, they, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a good, yeah. And, like, honestly, like, they, they were fucking hella dope, dude. Yeah, was, they were, was, yeah, was like, impressed. it was like a surprise. I, I had never seen them live before, but I was actually really, really impressed with it. Nice. Yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the coolest thing about that night was, is we get off the stage. And I think, yeah, then Shattered was after us. But we get off stage, and, like, what, like, 20 minutes later? Oh, we, had, we, had, we went second that night, dude. Wait, Shattered, op- Shattered opened up. Okay. Oh, Remember? yeah, that is right. That is right. Seeing how bad my memory is. But, what, but what uh, what was really cool about that night was, is, like, we're getting off stage. We get all our equipment mm. aside and stuff. And 
you got people coming up to us going, you got to pay, you got to pick, I can have yours. And, and like wanting to take our picture or take pictures with us and stuff. We're just like, we're, we're, we're nobody's. We're like, uh-huh. didn't you just see this over <laughs> Did you see the same thing? We were just like, are you sure you're talking about us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that was a pretty cool night. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're not, we're not famous or anything, you know? So yeah, it was like 400 people there. There was like three or 400 people there. Head count that night was 475. Oh damn! That Guys, correct me if I'm wrong though. Like the like it. So g- basing it off of uh, jaywalking, some of the bullets, like that is way heavier than trapped and hinder and like what like. Ha- oh. Yes. 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 <laughs> to be yeah. fair. <laughs> to be fair. How the hell did you get on these bills, bro? <laughs> like, well, tra- well, the tra- trap was weird. trap was weird too because like we played, and then there another band that were buddies with Ronan. They're like straight up like metalcore, metalcore like kill switch engaged. I killed the prom queen type stuff. Like that was yeah, that was kind of a weird night. Yeah, you got us too heavy. It, yeah, it was just us too heavy. It was just yeah, us, yeah. Us, us two metalcore bands, and then you had trap go on. <laughs> but it was still a dope show though. Yeah, yeah. The light, yeah, it, it was definitely. That was definitely hey, a weird lineup. And to be honest, I don't know how we get on these shows. Rooster usually sets uh, sets that up now. I get the email from the promotion company, and I just say yes. Yes, we will do. It. I mean, Absolutely. I totally would. Also, it's right. just like one of those things. Like it's wow. It's kind of one of those like bucket list things. Like yeah, I play. I opened up for Trapped, or I opened up for Head. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like you got to open up for a national act. That's cool. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. you know, some somebody. Somebody who I respect very little once said something like, very, <laughs> uh, very, very awesome, like said very awesome to me, and he said, "Your job is like a support and opening act is to upstage the main act. That way, that they actually come and like bring it, like kind of a thing." So, like, I've always put that philosophy in like any show that mm-hmm. I've been able to personally be involved with. Because I've always oh, usually dude, been like somewhere like lower on the bill, and I'm just thinking, it's like, dude, if I was opening for Trapped. It's like I would want the biggest effing circle pit, right? <laughs> and then the them just be bored and leave when <laughs> trapped comes on. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's that's the thing. Like, you do and you don't. Like you know, like metaphorically speaking, like obviously, like you know, support yeah, everybody yeah. that plays. Like I'm I'm into that, but I don't. know, Maybe I'm affected by his uh, Twitter account because like he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> they, they only ready, have twenty five thousand subscribers followers now. On uh on the tweeter, I just checked. I'm surprised he doesn't have more because we all just want to know what he says next. Well, they went from like three hundred thousand, didn't they? They like it's like watching Jerry Springer. <laughs> what he, he just, I just like, want to see what he says next. Crapped all over. You don't want to look. Honestly, people. Like like honestly like I'm waiting like I'm I'm praying and I'm waiting for the day that like I get up I open up Google on my phone and Ice T fucks up singer from Draft like that's what I'm waiting for <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> like alright this is a question I would normally ask like in a different segment but I'm gonna ask it now with like like with everything that we just talked about and like now we're making fun of the people that you supported <laughs> um, what would be a dream tour. For not for nine uh, SM nine such method. Oh God! Um, oh man! If you could pick anybody right now to go on like uh, nationwide, worldwide, whatever you want, however you want to rule, like who who would you? Allison Chains. Yeah. If I got to open up for Allison Chains every night, I'd die happy. Nice. Like fuck it, I did it all. I'm good. Fuck it. Bye. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh man, that's hard. I'd say Al- Allison Chains is definitely. I'm a huge Allison Chains buff. I'd say definitely. 
Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Dave. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't hear him. What did he say? He said, I've never heard of him. Oh. <laughs> he goes, I've oh. never heard of him. <laughs> Get out, you're fired. And, and now you're fired. I literally posted a cover of Nutshell the other day, so I'm totally kidding, but just wanted to give you a good poke. That sounded gross. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Put the <laughs> back on. I'm completely I'm derailed. I don't even know where to go. I don't even know where to go from here. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason they don't invite me to these things until the last second. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see how much... Uh, how many of these these followers he really did lose? Apparently, it was a lot because he went on a tirade for three days. Oh, you saw him in the trap thing. Well, I was just I wanted to make sure that we had uh, had his at symbol when we were ready to upload because I'm not kidding. We're we're going full tilt on this train, pal. Hey, we made fun of you. Listen to this episode. <laughs> oh, by the way, check out Nine Stitch Method, Seath, and <laughs> it might it might only get us one extra download, but he's going to be really mad about it. <laughs> If if he dude if he includes if he includes the back. podcast and the band and a Twitter and a Twitter we we're rant we're clapping back we're we're clapping back and like that's like like yeah like we made it I don't give a fuck we made it I've always said once we got hate email we've made it yep <laughs> I get it all the time oh wait no that's my personal account sorry <laughs> oh it must be nice to be you Dave <laughs> getting all those hate email. <laughs> it's really just a calendar appointments that Mark and Anthony keep sending me. Like, hey, you sure you're gonna make this one, bro? <laughs> May as well be hate mail. Someone <laughs> <coughs> killed me. You all right over there, buddy? I'm okay. I'm gonna make it. You guys, uh, guys, got a smoky circle going on over there? <laughs> uh, just cigarettes, unfortunately. I mean, I could. <laughs> have you ever tried this podcast on weed, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I well, the first half of the interview is great. Let's see how the second half changes a bit. <laughs> we tried that one time. It didn't work out very well. <laughs> Dave just giggled the whole time. I, I talked too much, and Anthony just told us we're all dumb. Really? <laughs> yeah. It may have happened. Yeah. <coughs> All right, I want to talk about the new EP. New EP. New EP. Uh, new P. New P. <laughs> Take your time. Don't hurt yourself. Uh, new, the, uh, yeah. The uh, new EP, it's a two-part thing. We kind of did, like, the whole, like, soil work and Spoon Sour kind of did it. Like, they have the first half the first release, you know, part one where it's like super heavy and aggressive. And then the second part where it's more laid back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, friggin', uh, zero somatic part one, uh, it'll be coming out here within the next couple months. It's just all killer, no filler. It's only four tracks. Uh, but it just slams from the front to the back. We try to throw in like kind of the best, you know, just shit that's going to go over good live. And, the second half, like, we're going to try to delve into, like, more. Uh, Yeti's going to flex his guitar skills a little bit more because he's the more melodic guitar player. And I'm going to probably – I'm going to be singing more on it. There's really not going to be a, 
the, the intention is for there not to be a lot of screaming for me to actually sing sing and like open up a little bit more vocally and expand on that horizon yeah okay the, the, yeah the basis of both of them is kind of like almost like it's like uh how you want to put it it's like the best it's like a best of both worlds kind of thing like there's pat there's patrick style uh and that's what you know the first part is more more of like his influences more of that and then the second part is kind of like more my influences where i come at it's kind of like almost like you get to like see the identities of both of us on individual like cds kind of yeah Yeah, polar polar opposites yes polar polar opposites that have attracted it's usually where the best synergy is found you can say that again. I, I, I said it's usually 100%. where the best synergy is found, like when there's. I, I agree with that. I agree with that 100. percent I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, like we had. <laughs> I don't know why that caught me, like, but that just grabbed me and just made me chuckle. I'm sorry. Was that was that Dave? No. Yes. No. <laughs> Immediate just no. Nope. Nope. Well, like, like COVID like put us through because we were originally we were going to have like because the first half was already supposed to be done and out. And then we were going to have the second release this year. But with COVID, like we just we couldn't get together. We didn't know yep. what was going on and whatnot. So, I mean, yeah. so, but we have, you know, we have a pretty strong grip on what we're doing with what we for this first part yeah for the first part then the second half we'll probably see you know it'll definitely be out in 2021 but we got a we got a music video coming out for uh one of the tracks um nice. ether that'll be coming out probably within the next month and then i actually can't wait for that the, the, the video itself like whatever the whatever uh or whatever his name is yeah tyson tyson yeah, tyson, yeah he, uh the video he's putting together drawings and stuff he's done yeah yeah it's gonna cool. it's gonna be a completely animated music video and oh, that's, uh, that's cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, it, 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 with likenesses of me and rooster yeah like I, well i i got i got with our boy tyson he's on the label brutal business with us and i was like yo could like you whip us up a video he's like yeah man and so i gave him ether and i'm like just kind of go off the lyrics and i gave him the lyrics and he's like what am I reading about? I'm like, so I'm essentially digging up a body and arguing with it. And he's like, Oh, okay. Huh. Oh. So, and then, <laughs> so, so, and then like the one day he calls me to go over sketches and stuff like that. in the storyline of the video, and, like I work in a mill and like, it, it's one of them things, like one of these things, is not like the other, like I'm the weird metalhead rocker dude. And then the rest is all just like blue collar mm-hmm. redneck guy. Huh. Like no no respect for what I do whatsoever. <laughs> so Tyson calls me. I'm on video chat with him on break, and he's like, "Yo, man, like I got the sketches and stuff of you digging up the body and the skeletons <laughs> and whatnot." <laughs> and we're just kind of like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, <laughs> "Like just mind your own business. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Please don't call the police. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was just kind of like, uh, it was sort of like, okay, so well, you know about um. You know about the song Purity by Slipknot? Yes. Like all the – okay. So it was kind of like there, there, there was an interview with Corey Taylor where he's just like talking to the judge and that about the lawsuit. He's like, so what's the what's the lyrics about? And he's like, it's about a girl in a box. <laughs> it's kind of like one of them deals. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So we're pretty hyped on that. It'll be nice. It'll be like we have lyric videos and stuff out, but like it'll be cool to have like a nice animated video. Like uh, mm-hmm. that'll be a first for us. What's nice about lyric videos is you can actually understand what the hell he's saying at that point. Oh, you, don't yeah. have to bring, you don't have to bring out the, the Appa- dictionary. To, 
finding out what words he's saying. Apparently, that's important to some of us. I mean, as long as you can read, I guess. Yeah, fucking Dave. (laughs) Stupid Dave. At the end of the day, if that was the when he was reviewing, Dave was the one who reviewed Seath, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like I was just like, if that's the only thing he's got to bitch about is my pronunciation, I'm pretty fucking happy. I was, dude, I was nervous. (laughs) It wasn't even pronunciation. I think. Well, so the other thing is that I also have tinnitus, so like sometimes my hearing's not all the greatest. What? I just. Oh yeah, I feel you on that one. I, okay, okay. No, I'm I'm a level with you. My pronunciation is shit. No, I actually <laughs> really liked all the music. I said those tracks are no, bad. No, 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 no. Like, I was no, I was no, listening no, on no, headphones. No, 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 like, like, you gave, like I was honestly like, dude, I was so stoked whenever I watched your video. I was like, because that was like, Seath was like extremely nerve wracking for me to put put together wow. and put out there. And I, I whenever I I put it because I was just like, fucking, I'm pushing this. I'm gonna send this to them, and I you know like I. One of you guys emailed me that the the review was up, and I'm watching. I'm like, okay, let's see how this how this is gonna go. And like, my favorite part was when you were like, "This motherfucker is definitely influenced by Jonathan Davis." Yes. I don't care what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I did get a chuckle out of that. That was hilarious, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was picturing like while you're talking, like your finger like hovering over the pause button. Like as soon as if he's gonna say something negative, I'm not watching it. <laughs> 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 no, <I don't>. <laughs> 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 I think it sounded uh, great. I, uh, I I just couldn't. My thing is, I just couldn't understand the lyrics. But uh, I'm I'm a lyric guy anyway, though. You know, like I like I like getting like absorbed in the whole idea of what a song stands for and where it came from. You know, and like trying I'll to do it. Totally, lyricism, lyricism for me is everything. I totally understand where you're coming from on that. Hell yeah! Like I, like I'll, I'll listen to a song and like I hate it whenever like the, the song's amazing, the vocals are amazing, but like it's the most cliche stuff cliche and just <laughs> cheap and trait or you know just horrible lyrics it's just like i wanted to like this but i fucking can't yeah <laughs> yeah like can't. when you tell everyone you stand alone in every single song <laughs> yeah 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 I'm sorry i'm throwing shaded five finger again <laughs> <laughs> i was actually why that was my wife's first that that pod that episode of the podcast was back my wife back. That was actually her first introduction. She's like, "Man, these guys are really railing on Five Finger." I'm like, eh, "Well, they're kind of like the Nickelback of metal, so it's to be expected." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just Mine, mad. Mine's more personal. But. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. Anthony got screwed. Like they, they didn't play the show. <laughs> no, not what. No, they did not. Fifty-three dollars. He was at one of those. Mm-hmm. What was that? Fifty fifty-three. What? Fifty-three dollars. Where uh, Ivan Moody stormed off stage or whatever, and then yeah. So Anthony paid for his ticket and went to the show, and then he just stormed off stage and made up a lie about his mom dying or something, yep. and he was really just drunk and yep. a liar. Being a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. They got through like two and a half songs, and that was it. It's like, cool. It's fine. <laughs> Can I have Sh- my 53 books back? <laughs> Sh- Shinedown made up for it, so it's fine. Yes. I love Brit. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we saw that tour as well. Like, honestly, like, I've never been, like, I- I'm not going to put on five finger every time but i'll go to a five finger show dude whenever they're on and sober like dude yeah. they put on like i was they're actually fine. really good i mean show. they're yeah. fine they're all they're fine. very talented i they're mean fine. jason hook yeah. is, is phenomenal like i mean they're all yeah. very good like i never I, other than other than the actual lyrics themselves they're like i never i never understood the hate for five finger death punch other like some of his songs are so fucking like they're oversaturated juvenile though, like it's like 
Well, he's like, not a good wordsmith. No, he, he, his <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of times, like singers, like are either really good singers, but they're bad, song, like lyric yeah. writers, right? Or, or they're great lyric writers. or they're great lyric writers, and they can't. They suck at singing. <laughs> True. Which that's where I would hate to I would hate to look but at like a disco- you, discography and find out there was like an outside you're writer. Singing, yeah. so shut up. <laughs> His voice is phenomenal. Though. No, I, I mean, mean the man can that, sing. That, that's, oh yeah, that's, that's Dude, I, cry, I cry every time he scream. I cry every time he screams. I'm just like I wish I could. <laughs> oh my god, your scream's fine, Bat. Jesus Christ, seriously. <laughs> I say I like how we're picking on your review and like they just like gloss over mine. It's like yeah. We're fine. Nine stitch method is fine. <laughs> I uh, well, I always say I always respect I respect anybody that can make it in any kind of the music business. You know, I don't care what they do. Uh, they're automatically have my respect. I'm just kind of let down by Ivan too many like, times. Like I, think. I said, like I like. No, I, I like well, that's like, like that's like puddle of mud. Yes, puddle of mud's exactly. another, one, yeah, another exactly. one too. Exactly. I'll never, I'll never forget um, our fr- what band was it? Puddle of Mud was playing at Jurgles up in up in Pittsburgh, and I'll never forget our buddies. Somebody I'm friends with, their band was supposed to open for them that night. And then I go on Facebook when the show is supposed to be going was on, it? and Will Will no, it was Will from the Art of Burning Bridges. Oh, damn, he was yeah, in a, he yeah. was in a completely different bar, like forty like a half hour away, just chilling at the bar with Wes Scantlin <laughs> while the show's supposed to be going on. <laughs> Will's just like, hey, look who I found at the bar. <laughs> so like, strange that you'd find him at the bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Catatonia. I think that's who was supposed to open Catatonia? up for them. Oh, yeah, I know who those guys yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to up for, open up for them that night, and Wes Scantling got drunk with the guys from the Art of Burning Bridges that night, apparently. Yeah, at a completely different bar. A completely different bar. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, even playing the right like they venue. Gotten, they could have gotten drunk and stuff at the show because it was at a bar, but they went to a completely different bar. That sounds like a West thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of common for... I don't know. I feel like some people let their personalities out too much, you know, like we see with Trapped or uh, Ivan. Jamie or Jesta. Nickelback. <laughs> you know, like. Did he say Jamie Josta in the background? Yep. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I mean, I don't really have a big issue with Jamie. I've just never been a big hate breed fan. Is anyone that's really kind a big of, hate breed that's... fan? That's one of the things, like, they, like, I respect the legacy that they have in the hardcore realm, but, like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. It just, I, I don't know. I got respect it, but it's just not my thing. The two-minute two song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's all kind of, yeah, and it's all kind of the, the same, unfortunately. Yeah, that can happen. That's but why we do what we do. Stuff. Keep everyone in <laughs> yeah, check. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you need to improve, and you need to improve, and you need to improve. <laughs> <laughs> the Oprah? Yeah. The opposite. I'm like the opposite of Oprah. What do they call that? Like Bizarro? <laughs> the Oprah of improvement. Bizarro Oprah? Would that be Harpo? 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 Sure. <laughs> Harpo. <laughs> I thought it was, what is it, Ellen DeGeneres? Isn't she the opposite of Oprah? Mm, Technically? I guess. Pat, one, Pat, one of your uh, one of your many hats that we... Um, Stedman out of the house because he doesn't want a social distance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rock with Helen. I get down with Helen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it. Can you, can you picture yeah, her throwing up the metal horns? 
She'd do it too. Yep. I might even win a car in the process or some shit. That's true. <laughs> at least three. At, at least, least at least three. Yeah. Right. Patrick, one of your uh one of your many hats that uh that, that you kind of brought to my attention that uh your involvement in uh, brutal business entertainment. Yes, yes, brutal business yeah, brutal business entertainment, yes sir. Yeah, it's a tongue twister, it's tough, I know. I, I, I that's why I did it slowly. <laughs> I'm running on straight nicotine and caffeine at this point. <laughs> There's no such thing as doing it slowly. Well, stop <laughs> running and sit down. <laughs> I'll try. You do, you're doing well. Can we can we talk about it, bud? Like <laughs> like how, what's it? What's yeah, your, yeah, what's yeah, your, yeah. Absolutely. Um. So we actually we signed on to Brutal Business Entertainment. I see I almost tripped over. Yeah, I know. We we signed on to BBE. I'm just going to roll like that. We signed on to Brutal Business Entertainment. Uh, early 2019, and it was just it was kind of weird for us because it's. We were the first metal band to get signed to that. Up until then, it's all been rap and hip hop, like yeah. horrorcore, and like. But like, I knew some of the guys that were in that clique, like, like, and from the outside looking in, like, I seen the work ethic that they have, and I was just like, I think like we could do something cool with that if we get mm-hmm. onto that roster. Yeah, and like when we first signed on, um, the guy who owns it, Garrett Jagerman, aka Skippy Ickum. We played a show with him in 2018, and, like, I knew of his music, but, like, we met in passing at the show. We talked a little bit, really didn't say too, too much, and then never really talked again. And then I was talking to Josh, and I was just like, I think I'm going to reach out to Brutal Business. We're gaining some pretty cool speed. Like, I think I'm going to do it. And uh, I talked to Garrett. Him and I had some conversations and stuff back and forth, and they brought us on, and they were, like – we were nervous because we're like, oh, these guys are going to think we're weird because they're all hip hop and we're metal. They were like, thank God, like something new <laughs> besides pop. Like, and they're, they were, they're all like closet metalhead and stuff. So they were just like, fucking yeah. And like, dude, they were so cool and loving us and like just bringing us in and shit. Like, it was. And, and I tell you what, some of the best shows we've had, besides, I mean, besides opening up for like, you know, the National Acts and opening up the Pittsburgh stuff, some of the best shows we've had are at these rap, like, I guess you, rap shows. Juggalos love nine stage yeah, method. I'm just trying to be. I don't rap. give a fuck, dude. Juggalos get down to nine stage method. Whatever. Did somebody sigh? Did somebody sigh over there? Go ah oh, when I say Juggalos. Uh, nope, definitely not. <laughs> fuck your couch. <laughs> Juggalos <laughs> get the fuck down to nine stage method. They do. It wasn't no, me. No, but like. <laughs> Nah, but it was, um, yeah, man, they've been, like, super supportive bringing us in, and it's it's been like a, it's like one big family, kind of, you know what I mean? And uh, we all support one another. I mean, obviously, like, we all do our own shows and stuff, but, like, the label itself, like, we throw on our own shows, you know, we have a couple BBE acts, and then, you know, we bring other regional acts and stuff in. It's always a really, really good time. Um, and when we signed on, like, I, I kind of, like, I've always just been like, hey, like, can I help with this? Can I help with that? And I got close to the owner, Garrett, like him and I, you know, we got closer and stuff. We worked on a lot of stuff together and he's been doing it for years. And it was a couple months ago. He come to me and he's like, he's like, I'm just that kind of that point in my life where I want to retire from music. You know, like I don't want to see this die, but like, I don't want to, you know, it's just not in me anymore to do it. And it, it was something that, you know, brutal business was his blood, sweat and tears for like the better part of 10 years. And, uh, him and I talked about it and he passed it off on to me. He's still the owner and everything, but like I'm the artist manager and stuff now. And I nice. pretty much run the ship. It's been pretty cool, dude. It's, 
it's kind of an awkward time to come into with everything going on with COVID, but like, it's kind of nice because I I can kind of like get my bearings on it, but coming into it too, like I already had everybody's respect and whatnot. I know everybody, I know how everybody operates. So that's kind of, (coughs) that's kind of cool for me. It's, it's kind of a weird, but good time for me to come into the transition of running it. (coughs) Nice. Yeah. But uh, it's it's been awesome because like despite because like we had a lot of shows and stuff because like us in the East Coast crazies we book shows together uh, out of Elwood City uh, play shows together out in Ohio we were looking at a place up in Erie obviously the shows got canceled and stuff but like our roster has just been everybody's been putting out a steady stream of content and it's not just music we have we have music we have a modeling side uh, we have a game streaming side of the label we have a like a horror movie review uh, called the gruesome gazette. Like we have that kind of stuff. Like we have all these cool little branches, you know what I mean? So it's cool, man. There's a lot to offer there. Uh, And I'm really excited about putting my spin on things and, you know, taking, you know, sort of my vision and taking it to the next level. So it's cool, man. It's been, it's been a wild ride. Well, that's pretty awesome. Like artist management, so like you just get to like listen to like new music and decide like who's cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's kind of well, like like in 2019, like we like we obviously we we were one of the acts. We saw we saw a couple metal bands come into the fold in 2019. We've seen a couple acts, and then just yeah. a, there was a lot of people that were added. But there was a lot of people that left toward the end of the year, and it was just one of them things. Like with me taking over. I'm going to diverse, like, I want to bring in some more rock and metal going into 2021 when hopefully things kind of start going back to normal. Mm. But I'm going to be very selective. Like, I want to know they're going to be a good fit. I know they're, you know, hungry. I know they're, right. you know, they're going to be a team player. And I got a, I got my eyes on a couple, couple different bands and stuff, but it's just one of them things, like, we'll worry about that down the road. Like, we have, you know, like, we're just trying to keep things afloat yep. during, you know, the, you know, climate of the music industry right now we've been putting out a steady stream of content uh a lot of good stuff coming from that i've been really really impressed and like fucking yeah with like the the roster and stuff with how they've been doing like they've been putting out some seriously awesome content uh pat what one from one of the What's things up? one of the things I actually would like I thought that would be uh, an interesting topic to bring up with you would, would be like the relationship between like the metal community and the rap community based on pretty much the brutal business entertainment the the BE it's kind stuff. Of, it's weird because going from my experience like when we first signed everyone was kind of like why are you guys like signed of a juggalo label it doesn't uh, make sense. <laughs> Like, like that, like that's, that's the biggest kickback we get. We still get it, but like we start, but like, for example, like, like I said, like we throw shows and stuff and like people come out to the shows and stuff and like, you know, we have, they're not the biggest shows, but like we have like every show we've done through BBE has had a decent amount of people and like the bands that come out, they're just like, wow, like actually this is your fucking team's pretty dope and legit, dude. Like, so, you know what I mean? It's just one of them things. And a lot of them get along and stuff. You know, like, we're all in the same scene, you know. But, I mean, there's there's definitely a divide there. But, like, I'm kind of, I you know, I just want everyone to thrive and get along. You know, we're all in the same pool at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you got – I don't care if you got 500 likes on your Facebook page. I don't care if you got 16,000. You're still swimming in the same pond. Yeah. You know, it's just 
throw the ego aside and let's just thrive and let's grow and you know let's just Hell fucking yeah. do it man. that's that's my attitude definitely it's a good attitude to have Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> you got the notepad, man. He's like, I was kind of hoping this fucker would keep talking, but he kind of stopped. What do we do now? <laughs> oh, this happens. Like, it's fine. Like, I, I, I go through, like, my, my hundred things that... <laughs> oh, you're not even going to finish this. Hundred, hundred yeah, more, I go through... Uh, <laughs> just going to trail it off. <laughs> we might edit this out. Have you been <laughs> drinking? We'll see. A little, I hope so. A little. A little bit of a buzz. We're supposed, to, we're supposed to have like a six pack while we do this, aren't we? Yes. Each? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are you guys drinking over there? I want to talk about it. Come on, Marcus. Tell Come them what on. you're drinking, buddy. I'm fucking drinking Bud Light right That's now. Right. You know why? Because it's cheap as shit and I'm stuck at home, so I'm fucking buying a whole shit ton of Bud Light. Enjoy the shits, Dang. my friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bud Light. Oh. <laughs> Dude, okay. Here's my here's my theory on this. Now that everybody's gonna like knock, knock me for this. If I'm gonna drink like a fish, I'm gonna buy the cheap ass stuff and just like put it down. Like whatever, I'll drink like a fish. If I feel like being a classy broad, that's like when I go into like my IPAs, my, you know the. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the cheaper stuff, like the cheaper the stuff, man. Like I can't, I can't sit down and drink. Like a shit ton of IPAs in one setting. Like if I'm if I'm gonna be around a fire and I plan on drinking all night, like if I'm gonna be sticking to beer like Labatt or Yingling or something is gonna be Yingling. the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You want yeah. something that's like a bottle of water. Like yeah. I, like put yeah, down yeah, a yeah, yeah, put yeah, down yeah, like exactly, a cord's light. Exactly. I'm hydrated, I'm happy, like whatever. I don't care. If I'm gonna yeah, if exactly. I'm gonna be like a classy broad, like I, I can't pay fourteen dollars for a four pack. <laughs> And be satisfied yeah, with it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. in, in yeah, a party yeah. setting, like kind of a thing. I'll enjoy yeah, them. Exactly. I'll enjoy them, but like you know what? I drink, I drink pond water. Like I don't care. Like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bud water. Don't judge me. Fuck <laughs> off, Kevin. Oh. I uh, I kind of prefer the IPA route though, because then you don't have to drink nearly as much of them. That's bullshit. And. <laughs> You're, that's who you are. You don't get a hangover from death from all the cheap it's crap that they pump it's into that. Quantity, not quality. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> true. Normally, but, um, like I, I've been on a beer kick lately, but like typically I stick, I just stick to whiskey. Yes, there you go. Like, that's, that's typically what I do. Just get a nice glass of mm -hmm. glass of bourbon it. and just. Well, my, myself and Anthony were my whiskey. Listen, dude. <laughs> we almost got robbed that night in Nashville. You can't hold it over my head. I was traumatized. But you drank my whole bottle of freaking whiskey. We almost got shanked in fucking Nashville. And I got there. one sip out of it. I was traumatized. <laughs> no, see, you don't understand. Okay, so like we, we went on this little mini run last year with, as you guys, uh, Feast on the Fallen. I think you guys did a review for them. So we, we were, we went on a run, uh, we went down south with uh, Feast on the Fallen. And, like, our second night in Nashville, we uh, – dude, those guys party hard, dude. Like, me and Yeti, dude, we're both lame. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, too, like, it was, like, midnight, and me and Yeti looked at one another, and we're just like, fuck, man, I just want to go home. Go home yes. Back to the fucking hotel room and go to sleep. Yeah, like, I'm And tired. then guys like, were, like, ready. They were ready. They were all like, woo were let's go to the strip club. Yeah, yeah, they were like, let's go to the strip club. And I'm just like, ah. So, like, we gps like – how far it was back to the hotel room. It was only a mile. It was, only, it was two miles. It was two, two miles. miles. Yeah, it was two miles. So, but the strip club was on the way back. So we're like, okay, we'll all just stay together, and then, you know, they'll go their way and we'll go our way. So we get to the strip club, and the four of them go in, 
And like, we get like two blocks down and this lady comes up and she starts like, you know, the, uh, you know, the whole like homeless bill, you know? And she was just like, I, like I, my stuff was stolen. Like, I don't have anything. So like I started, it was still kind of cold out. I had my coat on. She was like, can I have, do you have any money? And I was like, I don't have money, but like, you're talking about clothes. Like here, here's my coat. So I was like taking off my coat and she started getting like aggressive about money and stuff. <laughs> Josh grabbed he Josh grabbed a hold of my sleeve. He was like, "Fuck you, rooster in your big heart. Let's fucking go." So we take off running, and dude, <laughs> this this bitch is like chasing us, cussing us out, throwing stones and shit at us. So like we get away. So like she quit after like a couple blocks. Like she quit chasing us. You know, we're like, ah, he's like <laughs> committed. You know, so, so we so finally like, we got back to Pennsylvania, and that's when she stopped throwing things. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll do okay so we'll, so we get back to the hotel room about 10 minutes later you know and the path the path the drummer from feast on the fall and he calls me he's like man like this ain't really my thing i'm out i'm heading back with you guys how far is it and i said it's just a straight line dude, or you know straight shot it's not that far it's about a 10 minute walk so he's like all right so we get into the hotel and we get up like to the elevator to go up to our floor and i was like you think i should have told him about that chick and we were just like yeah like whatever yeah, you know, she probably ain't even there anymore. He gets back to the hotel room and he's like, "What the fuck?" We're like, "What?" He's like, "Did you guys run into a chick?" We're like, "Yeah, we did." He's like, "Dude, the popo rolled up and was like," <laughs> and like, I guess like she's known to like rob people and stuff like that, huh. and mug people uh, like in the middle of the night. <laughs> 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 like, he like straight up almost got mugged by the he, same chick in the yeah. like right at, like right as soon as the altercation was happening with him, the popo rolled up. And he just kind of took off and ran. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then the police officer caught up with him and was like, yeah, you got lucky, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> God you showed up. <laughs> yeah, he was yelling at us afterwards going, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we got drunk and watched Little Kenny all night, like until like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like a whole nother podcast episode, so I won't even bring it up. Pitter patter, bud. Letter <laughs> Kenny. Dude, I love Letterkenny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he was the one inter- he introduced us. Yeah, we never we never, never seen, seen Letter before. We never seen Letterkenny before. He's like, you guys ever fuck with this? We're like, no. And then we just started watching it, and just I was just drinking Josh's bottle of whiskey that he bought. And then... uh, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, yeah, my, the whole the whole fucking thing. Favorite favorite character in that whole show, Shorzy. Uh, oh, Shorzy, by far, absolutely. Like Sh- I love Shorzy. that. Like love, Shorzy. love, 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 <laughs> love the hockey. The hockey part, like when they go national, if you if you got that far. Let me show you I, uh, how romantic. I, I don't know what part of that show I'm on right now, but I keep having this like love hate relationship because there's like half the cast that I love and the other half I'm like, why am I watching this? You <laughs> <laughs> get that with a lot of shows. That's kind of like how The Office was, you know? Yeah, it was the like, latest ah. seasons, yeah. Well, like, the, the Office? office uh, dude, I hated The Office. And then it was just like one day I woke up and I got it. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, like, tonight, tonight, I'll get home. I'm, I'm going to get home at, like, 11 o'clock. I'm going to have to get up at 4.30. And, like, I'm just going to watch Dwight videos. Jim Prank and Dwight and shit. <laughs> yep. And then I'm just going to... And my alarm's going to go off and be like, Damn you, Dwight. <laughs> Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> I was just bummed that I woke up one day and realized that like Puppers wasn't like actually a real beer. Like, fuck. you know, you know, wait, wait, what? maybe they'll uh, if they get big enough, maybe they'll brew their own Puppers beer. Well, there was a brewery out of Quebec that was making it, but I fucking hate Quebec. 
It's good fishing up in Quebec. Yeah. What the fuck do you do? Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, we digress. To be fair, I'm gonna put your phone in a in a, in a Jello mold and then to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I'd do if somebody did that to me. Well, you got free jello, so that's cool. Lie. That'd be awesome. I live on like I live on my phone. I'd fuck somebody up. So you say you fuck me up if I did that? You got damn right. <laughs> you know how much time after that's... all the shit you've put me through. And, he's, and he still won't pay for your whiskey. <laughs> I, know, look, I know. Look, guys, we I just, bought you two yeah, bottles. I know they they replaced them. They replaced they replaced. We it replaced over. it and some. If somebody actually pulled off the prank where your phone was actually in a jello mode, do you know how committed that is? Mm-hmm. That's like a day that's of commitment. Like I don't had, even know. You know if you could, be, could you really be mad? Okay, so like, if you're not a di- like, if you really sit down and think about it, yes. Like, I don't know if I could be angry at somebody. No, how could you? Like, it's, it's like. It's like you know that that was that was a lot of effort and time. And, That's when you, you have know, to actually say, "Bro, you got me." Like respect. It's like, yeah, 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 like, yes, yes, yes. Like wow, fuck, man. Like you got me hard. <laughs> like that's that that's awesome. <laughs> I like to think that I'd like to think that's dedication, then, because you know what? It might just happen to you one day, sir. We all the little pranks you put me through. Oh yeah, your your day's coming. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if if this was you know clarified for you guys at the beginning of this episode but if you guys are not broken up by the end of this podcast interview then we, we, have we haven't done our jobs <laughs> no, <laughs> oh trust me we, we there, there hasn't been anything that there hasn't been anything that we could break that could break us up i don't Aww. think Aww. wow that's <laughs> cool wasn't even planned i don't know except for another scoop Right. If he scoops me one more time, he might have to. We might Scoop. have to have talks. Scoop. All right, so you, got, you guys have uh, two very unique uh, nicknames. Uh, Patrick is Rooster and Josh is Yeti. Like, what would be the relationship between a Yeti and a Rooster? <laughs> it probably looked like what, what's going on right here, right now. The <laughs> Rooster's freaking annoying, and I just put up with it. Pretty annoying? <laughs> annoying? Uh, I care. We're getting closer. <laughs> Is it close? Yeah. <laughs> the seams ripping. Here I am sleeping, and all he does is We're never doing interviews again. Well, is it is it rooster like the redneck Wolverine? Redneck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have never seen the show, show The Ranch. Well, that's seventy show. I've, I, I've no. That, that's never? something you see. You gotta, under, you gotta understand. I've wanted to sit down and watch that, but I have two kids. I watch literally Paw Patrol, and <laughs> yeah. Daniel the Tiger, like, oh my god! As long as you avoid Caillou, you're all set. Oh. Kai, Caillou? Nah, 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 nah. See, if I feel Daniel fortunate that with the with the age of my team. son, we had SpongeBob and uh, Nemo. See, that was that's not bad. No, that's not bad. That was a good I, era. I had dude. I feel so. fucking old saying that. Like, like SpongeBob came out whenever I was in fucking elementary school. Bro, don't that's start throwing out the old comments. <laughs> 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 Come on, well, it's our job to break you up, not the other way around, okay? <laughs> Let's oh, stick oh, to the oh, script okay. here. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm sorry. I need to quit. I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can't do this anymore. Uh, Stairs. Stairs. <laughs> you put it in the basement. That's all you This will be the second time we see something happen where people are breaking oh, up. Oh, dude. That was so awkward. <laughs> that was so Uh-oh. awkward, Okay, 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 so you're talking about breaking us up. Okay, we're 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 gonna throw a quick anecdote in here. Yes, it please. was like our second second, maybe third show. 
we played this like birthday party type thing and it, it was like a rap show but like there was us and our friends in atlas decay they're kind of like uh progressive like like progressive rock type you know what i mean extremely talented band so anyway like you know like the joke was like we opened up that night and <clears throat> we we were there with uh, i think it was the singer brian mm-hmm. and it was the guitar player adam and like we were all fucking hanging out chilling out back to the venue and stuff like that and we're there waiting on the drummer and the bassist well obviously you know we're only a two-piece we use a macbook you know for all of our backtracks and stuff well they finally show up and they start getting out, and the singer grabs Josh's laptop, and he's like, hey, don't worry about it. Go home. We got Yeti's laptop. We'll just <laughs> use that for the drum set. So no, no shit. So, like, we go in and play. We opened up, and then Atlas Decay went on, and then we're all out back, like, putting our gear in our cars and shit like that and just chilling out smoking cigarettes. And, like, right there, the drummer left, said he was quitting. And, like, it, it, like it, we were all just kind of bullshitting, and, like, it, he just randomly interjected it, and then it got, like, super quiet. Josh gets gets his phone out of his pocket and he texts me. And he's like, "Did their drummer just leave their band?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think so." I was just kidding. So, so they so they leave they leave and they go on their way. And like I look at Adam and the guitarist and the singer, and I'm like, "You guys all right?" And then Adam's like, "Well, it was a really bad time to bust out the computer joke." <laughs> <laughs> it was so so fucking awkward dude like the singer was like literally about to start crying like full-blown it was it was was awkward it It was was one of those things where you you just i don't know what you do you just kind of pat him on the shoulder and go there there (laughs) there there there. (laughs) just fake a phone call and run out of the room Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we did. Oh, I think my mom's calling. What's your mom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, guys, I gotta go uh, feed the cows and milk the chickens. And how, I gotta go uh, shave my dog. What? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, boys, this is fun, but like, I can't possibly keep somebody that has to uh, wake up early in the morning like awake longer than they necessarily have to be. I mean, we can always do like a like a follow up in like a like Part a few two, weeks, just months, like, the EP. like and and whatnot. <laughs> the uh, the last thing I always like to ask uh, you guys, like artists, is like. Um, for uh, for the listening audience, like if uh, somebody hasn't found you yet, like where's the best place to go? Like, do you prefer Facebook? Do you prefer Spotify? Like, like where's the best place to find you guys? Uh, Facebook, like uh, we don't we have the brutal business website, but like typically all of our actions on Facebook, uh, all of our stuff. Cur- currently, Jay our main album right now, Jay Walking's on the Bullist. It's on all the platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Deezer, whatever be it. Um, <clears throat> We don't have uh, the, the new single. Like, we just have it on YouTube and stuff. Like, we don't have it up on any sites yet. We're just going to put that out whenever we release the EP. But uh, we have a music video coming up here within the next month. We're going to drop that. Then a little bit after that, we're going to drop the EP. And it'll be everywhere on all digital platforms. And then you can catch a – if you come to a show, you can, you know, get a CD or whatnot. CD? What's that? <laughs> Compact <laughs> Honestly, it, it, honestly, it's, a, it's this thing. It's this thing that you. It, it's like a circle, like piece of like metal looking stuff. I, ironically, we sell player. we sell Mad CD. Yeah. I can't get people to listen to our shit on Spotify, but people buy the shit out of our CDs. So fuck that's it, good, I'll take yeah, it. That's still awesome. Yeah, right. Well, that's cool. I like that. Hell yeah. Do you have a cool book inside your CD? Eh, no, not yet. <laughs> really. Damn it! <laughs> Band on a budget, Damn buddy. Band on a budget. All right, I got you. I got you. Understood. Understood. Enough said. Enough said. Um, boys, we make it. We'll put three words in the next book. 
<laughs> really big words. Gentlemen, thanks for the time. Yeah. You guys have been awesome. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They just hang up on us. No, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. See you. Yeah, you gotta understand. You gotta understand. Yeti's half deaf too, so like, yeah. he's still thinking another conversation's going, and we've already segued into another <laughs> portion of the conversation. Yeah, I got that. I got that tinnitus bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to say. Dave. I'm trying to say bye. Seriously, like from the bottom of our hearts, man. Thanks yeah. for having us on your show. Thank you so much for showing the support and love you guys do, man. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Are, awesome the way you do. Thank you very much. I feel like we didn't get to like a couple of stories, so like we should definitely do like a follow up someday. Yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. Well, you gotta understand, I thought like up until like Sunday, like I was hyped because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna work Thursday. I have because after tomorrow, I have like seven days off. I'm like, I'm going to start this fucking stretch with this with, uh, with this interview. This is going to be fucking awesome. And then I went back through our messages and I wanted, you know, just to make sure we were still cool and everything. And I looked at the date. I'm like, fuck, no. I'm like, no, we're, commi- we're committed. Yeah, it's Wednesday, not Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have just said something, bro. We could have like totally changed it to tomorrow. Like, nah, um, dude, we, nah, it was good. Nah, 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 we nah, already nah, had plans. Three out of three. Up. Like three out of three of us like aren't working. Uh, uh, but one of our, sp- oh, two of our spouses are, well, all of our spouses are, so like, yeah. kind of. No, she doesn't work those days. Yeah, oh, they, they don't matter to me. So I'm, I'm on That's my cute. own then. Sorry, guys. Once again, I'm the odd <laughs> one out. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. Like I said, like, I, I feel like we actually, like, seg- like, we left, like, opportunity for, like, a sequel. So, like, you know, like, weeks, weeks from now, like, we could actually, like, probably get together again. Just, like, just tell fun stories and it'll just be a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Would love it. Awesome. Other than that, for the listening audience, people, please check out Nine Stitch Method. Check out Seed and check out uh, BBE, Brutal Business Entertainment. Did I say that right? I did it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, guys, thank you very much for the time. And uh, please drive home safe and uh, go to work at 4.30 a.m. That blows. I'll probably be <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> Oh, nice. Just rub it in, buddy. What a great way in. to sign that off, Mark. Thanks for that. <laughs> I know, I feel the same. Fuck, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Most of all, fuck you, <laughs> I'm proud of you. Hey, Thank save you. all that negative energy for the trapped guy once we post this, okay? It's about time we made Dude, it. Dude, oh my. We got. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks so much, guys. It was great. Uh, definitely have you guys on again. And definitely keep us in the loop about any of your upcoming music, uh, any of your news, any shows, whatever. Yeah, just so send it to Dave unless he can hear your lyrics no yeah. I can't. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> i'm actually gonna I'm go to one of your live shows now and i'm gonna just duct tape my head he's to gonna speaker. go to your live show and he's gonna sing along <laughs> <laughs> okay okay wait no With for real paper. okay like, how far how far is massachusetts from pennsylvania oh it's about a. oh it's not far enough i'll come four five oh four is new jersey it's probably part. about a six or seven hour drive eight oh shit yeah eight, 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 to, eight to ten depending what we're talking about I, I'm one of those people that always tries to drive it at night, though, when there's no traffic. So it usually goes faster. Brother, yeah, but I, I avoid the I, I avoid the GW bit the GW oh, yeah. bridge like a plague because yes. like that thing is a death trap. I try to avoid Jersey where I can, but you just got you got to go through it. it smells funny. Why? It smells funny. It smells like suntan lotion. Paper mill poop city. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we digress. <laughs> Yeah, what are we talking about? What do you got? What do you got set up? Where, where, where are we coming? 
Fucking what? Yeah, what? what, what? <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like a weird invite, that, like somewhere. Like, can we like stay in your no, basement? We got, we got some, we got, <laughs> we got some shit. Like, it, it, it all kind of depends. We have, we have two national headliners. We were told possibly toward like we have the slots if the shows go on. Nice. Uh, we were, we were told not to say anything. Uh, we have two well, festivals. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say names. I didn't say names. Uh, and we have uh, two fe- as long as like everything's in green and like there's no relapse in the whole COVID thing. We have two festivals. We're gonna be playing uh, one in August and one in September. So that'll be pretty dope. Nice. You still got this so, uh, stitch up heart gig with uh, in November. What was that? Stitched up heart November. Is that still a thing? I'm not supposed to say. No. Well, it's on your it's on your Spotify. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, no, yeah, that well, that way, ah, oh, dude, yeah, that happened. Like we were supposed to play that show literally right whenever COVID started. But yeah, stay. I'm fucking. I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, stitch oh, the parts supposed to be. Oh, is it was this supposed to be last November? I'm so confused right now. It's like on your Spotify. I'm looking right at it. Yeah, like you know, no, no, stitch the part was supposed to be in March. Yeah, it was oh. either March or April. We were supposed to play with them, oh. but that's back to uh, back at some point. Well, that's, no, that's, that's like maybe show. like November twelfth. At the hard rock. Yeah, oh my God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Maybe Man. possibly. No exact details. Just it's on his fucking Spotify. <laughs> I'm looking right at it. I completely it. forgot that was even on there. Now that you mentioned that, watch you're well, gonna shit. see the delete window pop up. It's gonna just disappear <laughs> off your screen. Well, <laughs> like, not, ah, one second. Well, I'm not editing this, so like, stitch the part. Rude. So rude. <sighs> All right, boys, we're gonna let you go. All right, guys. All right, Have a good night. God bless. Thank Love you very you. much Thank for you. having me. Catch you next time, kids. All right, guys. Good night. Good night. So that was the interview with the boys over at uh, Nine Inch <laughs> Method. So what we're gonna do now is let's uh, let's go ahead and play uh, like another track for you guys. This is uh, Wayward. Right after Wayward, we'll do the beer review. Stay tuned. Enjoy. <laughs>
Beer drinkers, assemble! Assembly. Is that new cologne? <laughs> it smells better down there. <laughs> oh, that wasn't cologne down there. Any hooser. What's up? So, we got a beer for you today, kids. Oh, Lord. Adios. It's not that one. That was embarrassing. Show huh. you embarrassing. This has a very, uh... Holy amber. amber. It has oh. a tasty amber hue. I think this is one of those ones I picked up, right? Mm, yeah. I don't know. It was yeah, in the fridge. In it was in the fridge. I feel like it was for a purpose. In collaboration with, what's that say? Thirsty Moose? Moose Juice IPA. Thirsty Tap House Moose? Great North Ale Works. Well, I yeah. I mean, in collaboration, in collaboration with, with. Yeah, that's what Christ. I said. <clears throat> yeah. Thirsty Moose, I see that. I, it's, I but there's a word between them. It's like Thirsty... Tap House. Tap House. Tap house thirsty yeah. Moose Tap House. That's what I thought it said. Okay. Right. Dude, my eyes are awesome right now. <laughs> I'm so not old. Like Leslie Chow. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> All right. Brewed by Great North Ale Works, Manchester, New Hampshire. Mm. Yeah. Holy Christ. These guys are only in Manchester? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Maybe good, because I want my money back. I had a six-pack from you people one time that was awful. <laughs> well, then. Well, that just got awkward. And it cost me $11, and I was upset. Well, hopefully this uh, this does not represent a negative review for you guys, now that he remembered where you guys were from. Good luck. <laughs> this is uh, Moose Juice IPA. I don't know anything about it or this brewery, and there's not really any description anywhere. So it just says right here, Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah, that's all it says. So apparently, it's a beer. This is a 6.2% alcohol by volume, and this is an India Pale Ale. And it's also, also AKA a can. Can. IPA. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Let's just fucking drink it. Well, we got to give it the sniff test. Ooh, it smells that fruity. down there. <laughs> The, I mean the, the beer. beer, not oh, me. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy. Gentlemen. I like that. Ooh. I can get behind that one. It's got a mild punch, right? Mild, gonna, mild throat I'm going to say the fact that they call it moose juice. They were trying to refer to a juicy New what England IPA. Hazy, haziness or whatever it's called. Well, the juicy thing is like, I don't know. I feel like it like smooths it out. Like it makes it like not bitter, like that's that's okay. what I like about like you don't you're not getting the bitter hops. Mm. It's flavorful. It's good. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's hazy. Like you people that like those bitter hops, there's something yeah. wrong with you. It's very mild. It's, it's, it's pretty it's, mild. It's, it's not like some of them where it's like yeah, there's a fist in my mouth. This is Please way help. better than the last Great North I drank. <laughs> this is way better than that Game of Thrones crap you put me through. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> But that was an episode for the archives. <laughs> what do you think? What else do you think about this? Hmm. I think I'm going to keep drinking it. I get like a... It's almost like a kind of malty flavor, right? Or is that just me? There's a little bit of sweetness there. It's like a, like it's I, I dig that. Mild. Like, I don't know. And now the punch goes away. It doesn't... Maybe... I like punch. <laughs> it doesn't like... You know, like IPAs, like... 
totally kick the crap out of the back of your throat. Like well, it sometimes like, you have that horrible afterburn. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's just like terrible. It's I like, got a little bit of one when I first tried it, but and it's like it's not really there yeah. anymore. Like, what are we doing? Like, why? Like, what? No, like this is this is smooth. This is mild. Like, I can dig this. You know, you know what I would compare this to? Like, other than the the. Uh, Aside from being like the uh, the juicy aspect, because like you know the whole juicy IPA, like that's a New England IPA. It seems thing, to be, yeah. I, yeah. I believe, um, like kind of like if I wanted to mainstream this one, like Harpoon Brewery, the IPA has like a, a relatively mild finish, like it doesn't okay. like kick you in the dick, like kind of a thing. <coughs> um, I don't think I've ever had a beer that did that. You never mm. had a beer that kicked you in the dick? Definitely not. A couple X's, but no beers. I'm gonna stick around. I'll pour another mm. glass. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's shut the camera off. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah, That's a lot of head voice <laughs> there. Uh, Did you hear? Look like it hurt. <laughs> this is pretty delightful. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm. Hmm. What am I thinking? What, what are you thinking? <sighs> I'm thinking of a rating. Ooh. We only have six numbers that we choose from. Hmm. Thirty-two. I'm going four or five. Four or five. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I could. <clears throat> I could drink these. I'm gonna. I'm gonna settle. Right at a four. Okay. Like, I feel like this beer is like where it should be. It just doesn't. It doesn't <clears throat> like pull anything from. Like I'm not like. Oh, I gotta drink more of this. But like it's drinkable. It's not craving. I got yeah. you. I got you. I got yeah. you. I'll follow Dave on that. I'm going to go forward as well. Aww. Ooh. Wow. You know what, though? You're talking about, like, two supposedly non-IPA drinkers mm-hmm. are rating, like, an IPA like a four. Like, that. I mean, that says something. Well, for somebody who doesn't drink IPAs, I sure have drank a lot of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I request them. Oh, I don't drink I IPAs, do. but what do you have? I started <laughs> drinking them a lot more now because, I mean, plus the, there's all the craft beers that the wife brings home, so... We got nothing better to do. Kinda. Yeah. I've been on a cloud candy kick. You ever had that? Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. We, have you ever had that? I feel like we reviewed it. Did you? It's been me. We're like a hundred episodes deep, man. Like I have no idea. There are so many beers between the episodes. Uh, I actually figure that we're gonna run out of beer in this region. Like people are actually literally gonna have to start sending it to us. <laughs> we're gonna have to go internationally. Gustenfaben. Gustenfaben. <laughs> cool. So four, five, four, and four. Yeah. So what is that? Is that a four, four point one point six repeat? No, apparently you guys suck though. Sorry. Four point two five. What? Who sucks? What do you mean? Okay. <laughs> it's like bad, isn't it? Like four. Six. I don't know. Oh, it's middle. It's middle of the road. Not bad. It's above average. Yeah. I'm not going to say what, I normally, what I'm told I normally say. I'm not going to do mm. it. <laughs> well, there you have it, kids. The only place you can get rock metal and no, 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 beer no, reviews. No, that's the beer stuff. review. Right. Yeah, but he didn't want to say the thing that he wanted to always say. Why? Because he didn't want to say it. Because of you. You know what, though? This is the end of us. <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually the end of a mm. podcast episode. So, make, like, why don't you sign us off? Like, why don't you walk us out? Fair enough. Well, and the the video actually, audience can actually see. Hold this. your hand. I feel bad. This is kind of growing on me now, huh? Maybe I'll have to revisit this uh, this rating. I kind of wish I didn't give you a four. <laughs> four point. You're more nine. like a four point two. Mm. No, I'm gonna stick with the four. Yeah.
Typical alcohol. It's like better as you drink it. It's like when you have an ex and they hit you back. You're like, nah, I, I know better. No, I'm not. I'm not going down that road. All right, brother. <laughs> Sign off the video and the listening audience. Well, kids, this is uh, Mark, Anthony, and Dave from Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, which is the only place in the world where you can get local, national, and international rock metal and beer reviews. This was our review of Great Norse Moose Juice IPA. And uh, you done good, kid. 4.16 repeating review <laughs> between the three of us who don't drink IPAs. Uh, and that was that. So look forward to more episodes from us. Definitely more beer reviews and way more rock and metal music. We love you guys, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.